Bismillah, assalamu alaikum warahmatullah. I'm here in the Maktaba and I'm with Sheikh Omar al-Jamaiki, who's a graduate from the Faculty of Hadith, Kuliyat al-Hadith, uh, in the Islamic University of Medina. And uh, Sheikh Omar al-Jamaiki is my, one, I guess, one of my first teachers. He graduated in 2001 and I went to the Jami in 2002. Uh, and I still recall uh, studying Usul al-Falatha uh, from you. So inshallah, so what we're going to speak about today is going to be about the Islamic University of Medina, the Faculty of Hadith, and uh, st- studying Hadith and methodology and the books of Hadith, how to build a Hadith library, and anything else which comes up, inshallah. So just to begin, a general introduction, who is Sheikh Omar al-Jamaiki? And al-Jamaiki part as well, and just give us a brief background. Alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salam rasulillah. As for concerning a, a brief uh, introduction regarding myself, that uh, the name Omar Jamaiki and the word uh, Al Jamaiki or Jamaiki, that uh, is because of uh, my origin is from Jamaica. So I was born and grew up uh, in Jamaica, then uh, at a certain point traveled to live in Canada and also in the US to kind of somewhat to further my uh, education. Then after then uh, accepted Islam uh, when I was still like in uh, high school, secondary school back there. And then uh, soon after, then I went to uh, Medina University and completed my study there in uh, first studying concern in, uh, they call uh, Mahd al-Lawat or Shoba, where we studied concerning Arabic for two years. Then I moved on to Kulat al-Hadith, where we studied there for uh, four years. Okay, excellent. Alhamdulillah. So your convert background, parents aren't Muslim and stuff like that. Yeah, that's the case. Alhamdulillah. Okay, so most of the uh, guests that have come onto the in the Maktaba series so far, they're all, I think all of them have been graduates of Sharia. Okay. So alhamdulillah, it's good that we've finally got round to getting a, inshallah, muhaddith, inshallah, or someone that studies hadith and knows hadith, uh, onto in the Maktaba, because I think it's obviously quite important. So just to give us an overview of, because we've spoken about Kulta Sharia quite a lot, and you know, studying Usul al-Fiqh, studying Fiqh, uh, either Bidat al-Mujtahid, or now it's Rod al-Murabit, for example, and the Hanbali Madhab. Tell us a bit about the curriculum in Kulit al-Hadith and the subjects that you focus on the most. And maybe and what each subject really is as well, inshallah. Okay, concerning concerning Kulit al-Hadith, concerning the main focus of their, that particular faculty is related to Hadith. So they put it concerning in different, different sections. So you have concerning that uh, Hadith study by way of, uh, they call concerning al-Masadir Asliyah. Masad al-Asliya is concerning studying the, uh, the books that are said to be Musnada. So we have concerning Al-Kutubu Sitta. So we didn't per se study each book from cover to cover, but we study an aspect of each of the Kutubu Sitta. Then uh, also, so that's concerning... Al-Kutubu Sitta, for everyone that might not know. Yes, Al-Kutubu Sitta would be concerning Asai Bukhari, Wasai Muslim. Then we have uh, Abu Dawood, then we have At-Tirmidhi, then we have Nasai, and also Ibn Majah. So those are said to be Al-Kutubu Sitta. So Qurut al-Hadith, because that's their area of speciality, is that uh, the Talib uh, would be familiar regarding those particular books. Uh, also concerning that Qurut al-Hadith, we have also concerning that another aspect concerning the study of Hadith, we're concerning Ilmul Mustala. So an important aspect regarding concerning to understand concerning Ilmul Hadith, that a person also need to understand the language and the terminology of the ulama of Hadith. So that per se is captured in the books that are referred to as Ilmul Mustala with a person to know concerning what is said to actually said to be Hadith Sahih, what does this mean? What does this, uh, the, the matter that relates to Hadith Sahih and also different, different categories of Hadith. So we'll go in, uh, go in depth 
regarding study concerning ilm al-mustala, and more uh, than also concerning that uh, a part of this also regarding concerning ilm al-rijal. So a part of concerning studying hadith is also the ear regarding understanding concerning awdals, awdals concerning the critiquing of the rijal, concerning narrators of hadith. That's also another area that we study. And also we have concerning also, uh, we study concerning which is ilmu takhrij, we're concerning teaching the, the talib how to make takhrij of hadith. Uh, and also in the sense of takhrij of hadith, where the, the general concern, the aim and the goal is that the person able can uh, source those hadith from their original source and also critique those hadith regarding being able to can decide whether hadith is authentic or not. Not that everyone will achieve this. It takes concerning more uh, studies, further studies regarding uh, that particular area. But the general thing is uh, that we'll cover those particular area. Also another interesting topic that we study in Kulit uh, al-Hadith is concerning matters concerning Tadween al-Sunnah and Qutb uh, al-Rijal. So you find that uh, no one concerning the history regarding concerning how Ilm al-Hadith and some how it started and how it developed. Mm. So we have concern that became that uh, area of study and also studying the books of Hadith that we have uh, a, uh, a topic where we, go, where we study concerning the various types of books of Hadith. So that's concerning of those things that is related to the study of Kultur Hadith. And also we do study, we said by way of what we'll call concerning Fikul Hadith, concerning how to extract the account from Hadith. So uh, during my time, we heard that uh, things somewhat have changed that uh, in Kultur Hadith that uh, it was upon the Talib to memorize a book called Al-Muharrar, uh, a book in Hadith that uh, is like Bulug uh, Al-Maram. But that book is concerned that it more follow the, the, the tradition of the Hanabila, as uh, Bulugul Maran is more concerned of Ibn Hajar, is more concerned the way of the, the Shafi. Yeah. Nam. Uh, so that's concerning, but uh, it's, uh, it was why we to memorize that book. Uh, Al Muharrab. How, how many hadith do you remember roughly? Uh, it's over uh, a thousand hadith. It's over a thousand, uh, thousand hadith. hadith. It's just about Ahkam. Yeah. So it's uh, less than uh, the hadith in. Uh, Bulugul Maram, but he went more in depth regarding matters relating to uh, the aqwal of the ulama pertaining to that particular hadith. Okay. So in that sense, so they kind of somewhat chose that particular book. And uh, concerning fiqh hadith, then uh, the book that we study, we study concerning that uh, uh, the book that is uh, then Nail Autar by Ashawakani, which also is like is a explanation of one of the books of the Hanabila by uh, Al Majdi bin Taymiyyah that is called Al Muntaqa. That uh, is a book again concerning uh, we call Kutub al Ahadith al Ahkam. So, Maj ibn Taymiyyah, who is the grandfather of ibn Taymiyyah, that he gathered these books or these ahadiths that relates to Ahkam, then that book was explained by Ashokani. So, that's the book that we use to study as concerning fiqh hadith. Okay, mashallah, that's a lot of information. So, so, so there's the Masadir al Asli, which is uh, six books of hadith, and then there's Ahadith al Ahkam, and from them you study. Two books, a book that you memorize, a hadith, Al-Muharrar, and the book where you study the fiqh of the hadith as well, which is Nail Al-Awtar, for the explanation of Imam Shawkani on a book which is originally by Al-Muntaqa, you said by, which is the grandfather of the... Okay, just going into each of these topics just a little bit, inshallah, because there's a lot lot and it's really interesting. And I think it's important (laughs) that students, especially students that want to apply for the Jamia, they know, okay, if I go to Hadith, this is what I'm going to Aywa. study. Uh, so, one by one, let's look at first of all, Mustala Hadith. Aywa. Mustala Hadith, the principles of Hadith, you study whether, uh, how to categorize Hadith as being authentic or weak. What's the book that they studied? And uh, tell me a bit about, you know, your, how many years did they study it? And, what, and how do you advise a student here? So, two questions. How would you advise a student here who's going to begin his pursuit of knowledge of Hadith? 
what book would he study as opposed to the one that you studied there? So two questions, I guess. Okay, so, uh, all right, uh, start first. We'll start first concerning what he studied there. Yeah. Right, concerning, you said that, you know, with Hadith, he goes into, uh, Hadith concerned that, you know, he goes into different, different science itself. So of the science concerning uh, Al-Mustala or Usul Al-Hadith, that, uh, <coughs> that's concerned the person going to somewhat uh, will study uh, the terminology of the Ulama Hadith. The book that was used then was concerned, the book that we call concerning Tadrib al-Rawi by Al-Suyuti. So now, Rahimullah, which concerning uh, the main book of Hadith that uh, become like the main book of Hadith uh, is a book written by Ibn Salah, Al-Muqaddama Ibn Salah, or Marif Ulum al-Hadith by Ibn Salah. So that book becomes the core book regarding the study of Ilm al-Hadith. So you have many of the ulama have looked at that book and they have made muqtasarat. They, they have condensed that book amongst them and Nawawi. So now, Rahimullah, that uh, he had a book concerning that's called a taysir So uh, and another and other books that he did. So he made a muqtasar and then a suyuti in the ninth century that he came and explained that book. Okay. And that book became one of the books. Instead, a very it's a very thorough book. Yeah. Uh, we said that uh, suyuti Rahimullah was known that he was able to uh, get a quarter of the ulama on different on, on that uh, on the topic. Uh, so that was the book that we used concerning uh, in Kulut al-Hadith as the main book regarding with other like, you know, book concerning the book of uh, uh, al ibn Salah that uh, about those books were the main books that we studied. You studied it over... Yes, that was covered over four years. Over so four the main, years. the first three years we did the uh, uh, study of that book more in depth and the, uh, the, the remaining year was more concerning that uh, we studied concerning that uh, science concerning al-Takhrij and the likes. Okay, good. Uh, before we come to Tehrij, because I think it's uh, really important to understand that that's like the application of the science, Aywa. really. Before we come to Tehrij, so you said there's Mustala Hadith, and you mentioned there's Tadween of Tadween of Sunnah, Aywa. and looking at, for example, the development of uh, what, what. Talk a little bit about Tadween of Sunnah, so people understand what it means and how important it is as well. Hey, so concerned that uh, hey, before I go to that question, you ask concern for the Talibul in over here, or can you for later? Yeah. Or concerned that. Uh, uh, I want to leave that later. We discuss concerning how to prepare oneself to as a separate topic. topic. Let's leave it as a separate topic. Hey, okay. Yeah. So uh, we're discussing concerning that uh, Tadwin al Sunnah as a part. So uh, alongside concerning studying uh, Ilm al Mustala, that you'll find that uh, in Kult al Hadith, that in the first year that we study concerning, might concern Tadwin al Sunnah. So concerned that one of the ulama, who was then a, well, uh, that professor that he wrote a book on that topic, where he can somewhat give the, the, uh, the student that uh, insight and knowledge regarding all concerning the science of hadith was developed. Yeah. And concerning that, uh, we said the juhud concerned the efforts of the ulama in writing books regarding ilm al-hadith. Yeah. So concerning that, and so he made it into two areas. One regarding tadween, kutubu sunnah, the books of the sunnah. So who are the person? Who? Abu Dawood. What was his book? Who was the author? What was the purpose of that book? What was the concerning that uh, efforts around that book? Right? But can some give us in a sequential order regarding the books, how they started regarding al muata and move up concerning the books of Hadith. Yeah. Nam. Uh, so that's concerned to so the person by insight regarding how the science was developed. Yeah. And of the purpose behind that particular uh, topic is that uh, you'll find even more today where some people try to, ha- uh, to attack Hadith regarding that. Uh, the development of science came later on. Yeah. You understand? So that particular science was going to to reinforce the student and also within this science concerning that this matter started early yeah. per se concerning the Tadween or Sunnah. So you have concern we call Tadween or Sunnah uh, so when this actually began, uh, when this, when this uh, effort started, yeah. so it was concerned, you know, the, uh, knowing those books from the early books and the books that came after regarding matters relating to a sunnah. Yeah. 
then also, yeah, the second aspect concerning Kutubur Rijal. So yeah. concerning when these books also start to develop, and they kind of somewhat, uh, so that was kind of somewhat to give that talib yeah. or the student that insight regarding how the science was developed. Just as we have concerning with Mustala, how the science also developed. Concerning yeah. who was the first of those who wrote in the, top, in the science and the various books that uh, relates to Ilm and Mustala. Yeah. So Tadwina Sulla's Agnes is really important to put it in a historical context. In a historic, and there's yeah. a book by Sheikh, I think, in English, Early Hadith Studies by Sheikh Mustafa Al Azami, I think. Anyway, which is in English, which is looks a little bit on the topic. It's not fully, but it covers that. So you find that the Mustashrikeen they try to uh, make an, an attack upon Hadith yeah. by concern by way of concerning when did you concerning you concerning us as Muslim start to kind of somewhat. Uh, uh, record concerning books of hadith. Yeah. So those books were kind of somewhat to refute some yeah, of so the this was a reputation of that. So it's really important because... And to clarify that. And to clarify it, because in academia, I think his name is Joseph <laughs> Such or something like that, yeah. he's the one that everyone turns to, yeah, talking as about source. as a main source, as trying to, like you said, criticise the, the hadith studies anyway. as, a, as a science, basically, yeah. and try to put... Okay, that's, so that's the second one, which is... So we had Mustala Hadith Tadwina Sunnah. Ilmur Rijal. Ilmur Rijal, tell me a bit about Ilmur Rijal, what is it as a topic and what, are, what is the book that you studied or what are the main books which are still reference books I guess because they're going to be... And we're going to talk about an important topic man, the application of it today, i.e. Okay, are we going to say that we can say that this person mm. is, you um, know... So the thing concerning uh, Ilmur Rijal is more, is more focused on those narrators of Hadith, well yeah. Athar. So we can say so we have a hadith with Athar regarding Athar of the Salaf, regarding the Sahaba and the, the likes. So you find that uh, <coughs> uh, in the early years of concerning of uh, writing of books, whether in all the science, that have those things that uh, uh, most of the writers would kind of somewhat follow a system of, they'll write their books also to have concerning a synod. So even books concerning Usul al-Fiqh in the early days, books concerning some books of uh, Fiqh and books of Hadith, also books of Tafsir, that uh, you'll find that of a common practice was for them to mention their book with an isnad. Yeah, an yeah. isnad meaning? In concern, the chain of narrators. Chain of narrators, yeah. So you'll find there's a common practice in the early days up until about the 5th century of Islam. Yeah. Books were written with isnad. Uh, so you'll find that uh, of those things regarding that uh, within Islam is concerning how to verify whether by way of, whether by way of hadith or by way of athar, of what of the sahaba and the likes, which of those are actually meet a certain criteria of acceptability. Yeah. Which one we can accept and which one we can not accept, but we have to have a system in place. Yeah. So concerning that system in place, regarding of the system in place, that the, is to critique also the narrators. Yeah. Concerning from an aspect concerning one, their adala. So regarding every narrator that narrates a hadith or a narration go back to Islam, that we want to know concerning his adala, concerning that personal level concerning his adala, his level concerning that, uh, we might say that... Uh, uh, is adala maybe in English the word concerning that uh, is level of credibility? Yeah. Now I'm regarding is he an upright person? Yeah. Then the second level is regarding the second aspect is regarding that narrator in regards to his level of dupt. Um, well, dupt concerning meaning or well is able to memorize that hadith. Yeah. Is he very precise in his memory? So the person will be critiqued from those two aspects: his level of adala regarding concerning that his level of credibility, and also second regarding his level of preciseness in. Uh, memorizing that hadith. Yeah. So each person will be critiqued. So you have books that are particular on that topic yeah. regarding concerning those men or the narrators. How can we verify, verify those main things? As we mentioned before, their level of adala and also their credibility and also their memorization. So those books will give us some insight yeah. where this person, what have been said about him or what have been mentioned for or against him. Yeah. 
and then a person then can make a decision whether this person is one who he meets a certain criteria where he can accept his narration or not meeting the criteria, then his narration is uh, uh, rejected. I mean, my hadith section is not big compared to my fiqh section. I went to Sharia, obviously. Hey. Well, I've got tahdib a tahdib down there, which is on the left to you at the bottom. And also, there's another book by Imam Dhahabi on uh, yeah, Mizan. Hey, so you have various books on the top. It said that you find the concern, the books that you just mentioned, concern the books of Ibn Hajar, they were considered uh, of the Mutaakhir, the ones who came later on. Okay. So you have certain books that are considered the, uh, the, the books of concerning that uh, the ulama of the Mutaqaddim, uh, the ulama of the past, yeah. where it was the original concern of Bukhari, Rahimullah. Yeah. So no, Imam Bukhari, Rahimullah, that is famous for is Sahih. Yeah. But also in Imam al-Hadith, is known to be of those people who also that he wrote books in Ar-Rijal. Yeah. So he has a, a three series of books, but they come in volumes yeah. that he calls concerning Tawarikh. Yeah. So of tawar- uh, the, the word Tawarikh uh, amongst all of Hadith, it means concerning that also a book that mentioned about Rijal. Yeah. Yeah, so he has concerning Tawarikh al-Khabir yeah. that goes into critiquing of Rijal and also Tawarikh al-Awsat, another smaller, medium one, and also you have Sugra. So you have three books. Yeah. Then you have concern, the likes concerning that uh, you have uh, Ibn Adi, yeah. uh, you have uh, Ar-Razi. So you have many of the ulama of old who are considered to be the, the main concerning ulama of Ilm al-Hadith of the ulama of old who wrote on this topic. Yeah. So those books would be the main books that would be used. The likes of Ibn Hajar Rahimullah, his book concerning came after because you have a book that become that uh, is like a, com- uh, a book that is called Ta'zib al-Kamal yeah. nam, by Al-Mizzi. Yeah. So Imam Mizzi Rahimullah of those concerning of the as one of the main hadith, main ulama of hadith of his time. Yeah. And it is mentioned that he was the one who prayed over Sheikh Islam regarding his janazah. Okay. So, Rahimullah, that uh, uh, this author that we mentioned here in this particular book, yeah. that uh, he has Abdul Ghani, he has a book which is called Ta'deeb al-Kamal. Yeah. So, he has this book which is combined, is a book to critique the uh, the narrators of Kutub Sitta and the other books. And the other books of hadith. And, and, and each of those, like for example, Bukhari, he has more than one books in hadith. Adab yeah. al-Mufrad and the likes of a Muslim. So also was thing was for to uh, to creek and uh, together the the narrators of those six main books: Bukhari, Muslim, Abu Dawood, uh, At-Tirmidhi, Nasari ibn Majah, yeah. and also some include Al-Muatta, yeah. and also their other books. Because some of those artists, like for example, they may have more than one books, yeah. right? So to look concerning the main books, that is the one that we mentioned, Kutub Sita, and their other books, and kind of somewhat gather all the men that. Are mentioned in those books into this one book yeah. which come in volumes yeah. so you find others then also kind of somewhat build on this yeah. so Mizr Rahimullah he kind of somewhat came and added and subtracted yeah. you understand and make the book they call uh, uh, this is uh, the book of Al-Mizzi where it become like the corner book concerning Ilm al-Hadith so that became the the main book the main book Aywa. okay if I open that book I'm going to find for example what am I going to find a name of a, a Rawi a and then the hukum or the ruling on the rawi. So what you find in that book, you find that each person is mentioned in a certain order, alphabetical order. So you yeah. find that person, Fulan. So they mention concerning which book you can find is hadith. Okay. Then you'll find after, then concerning what have been said. So something about him concerning when he was born, dead. And also you'll find concerning information regarding what have been said for or against him. 
Yeah. So either those who praise them yeah. and also those who critique it yeah, or, or said things. So you find that type of information. That's the science of Jar. It's the science of Jar. So you have an idea concerning what had been said then. You become for the Talib now too. So that book is to kind of somewhat to gather as much information on that person yeah. regarding that matter that relates to whether to the, uh, regarding concerning him as a narrator. Yeah. So then after then you can make an assessment regarding whether this person is one that you can accept his narration or reject his narration. Okay, good. So that brings us, before we speak about Jarab Ta'adil separately, to the other subject, which is Takhrij of Hadith. hadith. Tell us about Takhrij of Hadith, because to me it's the, the application of Mustala Hadith and Ilm al-Rijal on a particular book. So you, you, there's a book, it, that book mentions a Hadith of the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, but it doesn't mention, for example, you don't know is it, the hukum of that Hadith. So a scholar comes, he takes that book and he goes through it and he applies that science. Is that... So, Ilmul Takhrij, so, uh, then we call it concerning uh, Ilmul Takhrij, which is concerning that uh, to uh, the person kind of somewhat, yes, to find a hadith and then able to can go to the source of those hadith concerning who have, uh, which books narrate that hadith from the books that are Musnada and then try to come to a final uh, hukum on that hadith, yeah. ruling on the hadith, whether the hadith is authentic or not. Uh, so, you find that the books of hadith, so you find that, uh, so Takhrij will be concerning that, uh, you'll find that uh, in contemporary time, is a science that you find that uh, a lot of efforts was placed in the science yeah. uh, regarding Imam Takhrij before it was done. So you have the likes concerning like Ibn Hajar of a few books in Takhrij yeah. and also another scholar that is also well known concerning Ibn Malakin. Yeah. So you find a scholar concerning Ibn Malakin, he died around concerning 804 or 704 Hijri. Yeah. So Ibn Malakin, Rahimullah, of those kind of somewhat have a lot of books on that topic yeah. uh, regarding concerning Takhrij. So Takhrij, the idea of what became Imam Takhrij, that there, for example, uh, you find that, for example, Ibn Hajar or Ibn Malakin, that he went to one of the main books of Shafi, because he's Shafi, Nam, uh, that is written by uh, a main books in a Shafi fiqh, then extract all the hadith yeah. and Athar from that book, and then he went on then to critique it by way of concerning where can you find this hadith in various books, yeah. then also what have been said for or against that hadith, yeah. and then come to a final conclusion whether the hadith is authentic or not. Nam, okay. then you find that, uh, so you find that uh, Ibn Hajar have done this. Uh, Ibn Malakin, so Ibn Hajar book that is famous concerning uh, Talhis al-Habir, yeah. Nam, which is uh, a muqtasar of the book of Ibn Malakin that is called Al-Badr al-Munir. Yeah. So Badr al-Munir today, alhamdulillah, is in print. Yeah. Yeah, we have various prints, but it's in print, so it comes in over 20-something volumes. Oh, yeah. Nam, then Ibn Hajar, rahimahullah, kind of somewhat condensed it yeah. in a book which is called uh, Al-Talhis al-Habir. Yeah. Nam, those books are mainly concerning that Shafi. Yeah. Concerns so to be concerned for a person who study, for example, Shafi fiqh, yeah. then that will be a book that is important for them yeah. to kind of somewhat to critique the hadith that they use in their books. Yeah, yeah. So you find you find that every mathab of the ulama have gone through them. So you find out in contemporary time that you find that Sheikh Albani rahimullah that you can somewhat also put a lot of emphasis in this area yeah. regarding concerning takhrij al hadith. Yeah. Now we find that for a while was signed, it was not that given its due attention. So Sheikh Al-Bani, Rahimullah, when he came, he kind of somewhat uh, started to uh, critique books by way of critiquing the hadith in those books. Yeah. So of those books he did concerning the Hanabila and also various other books that he kind of somewhat uh, did and also his own books yeah. from what he have uh, researched. From, from the Hanabila, that would be Irwa Al-Ghalil. So would be of concerning for the Hanabila. Yeah. And you find that even con- uh, so he kind of somewhat... That, uh, what, what, what did he do with that? Like, for example, if we get the book down... Hey, if we bring the book and we show an example, one of the middle volumes, there you are. 
So find concerns. So the main concern is what al-Ghalil fi takhrij ahadith man al-Sabil. So in this case, concern that that muhaddith will go to a particular book. So I've done it in books in fiqh. They have done it in books in tafsir. Nam usul al-fiqh. Nam. So concerning takhrij is not just restricted to it. Somewhat is to hadith. Concern that so they go to different different books in books of tafsir. Nam. So in this case. That you find concerning for each method, al Hanafi, al Maliki, al Shafi, and Hanabila. Now, whether of the al Zahiri, but as for those four, now that are more predominant, you find concern that efforts were there concerning the books of the for the Hanafi. So concerning al Zaylai, that he went to the books of the Hanafi, one of the main books, al Hidayah, and he took out all the hadith from that book and make a takhrij of it, check and verify the hadith whether authentic or not. And also with this, you see the errors where. He may mention a hadith that doesn't exist. Completely fabricated. Yeah, not even that, though doesn't not, exist, full stop. I, they can't find another book of hadith. In a sense of concern, you find in a sense of exist concern that in other words, that something about they may mention hadith. Yes, it doesn't exist yeah. in the books of hadith. Yeah. Uh, it is something that may be mentioned by the ulama of uh, and the ulama of uh, al-fiqh in their books. Yeah. But really, as a hadith, it has no basis. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe had, uh, maybe sometimes in those books you will find the books uh, the books of uh, uh, al-fiqh. Where sometimes they are not as precise in mentioning the wording of the hadith, so they mention a word in its general meaning. But with that wording, it doesn't exist. But you are, but it's the meaning that he captured. Nam, so you find those things. So, so fiqh, the books of fiqh, they're in need. They were in need of this. They were in need of this badly. So this kind of somewhat helps to, yes, and so can somewhat helps to assist concerning the books of the the fuqaha. So. يروال غليل بايشيك الباني في تخريج الحديث منار سبيل. so in the sense of there's a book that is a a well known book in the books of the حنابلة and a book that is a متمد. which is the explanation of دليل الطالب. so it's a book that is متمد from that method. so يشيك هرانز with an explanation but he chose this one because منار سبيل mentioned many أدلة. so he mentioned أقوال but also he mentioned the حديث or proofs for his positions. Yeah. Nam. So he can somewhat took this uh, book per se and then went to check went to check per se every hadith on Athar mentioned yeah. in that book. You understand? So the book could be laid out in this one, Manar Sabil. Uh, Manar Sabil is because the book in fiqh. So this one of uh, Sheikh Albani that uh, for example that uh, he mentioned concerning hadith that uh, uh, this be 918. Yeah. Nam. So he mentioned hadith أبي هريرة عنه مرفوع مرفوع من جو بكر وبطل عليه السلام. أنا مشن إذا كان صوم إذا كان يوم صوم أحدكم فلا يرفض يوم إذن ولا يسخب فإن شاتمه أحد أو قاتله فليقول إني إمر صائم. صار حديث أنا مشن متفق عليه. صار حديث is go back according to that what is mentioned in منار سبيل. So now Sheikh Alban is going to do now from there then he takes it from there. So they mention where it is mentioned in that book. Yeah. You understand which is the page 220. Have a look at this. Grab this if you can zoom in on here so we can see the actual text. Okay. Can you see it there clearly? So we're looking here basically. So this is the hadith, the text of the hadith. The safha of Manar is where you find that. And then everything underneath is the ta'liq of Sheikh Al-Bani. Somewhat so. He mentioned that's now Sheikh Al-Bani also mentioned awal. Then he started to mention concerning and Ibn Jaysa mentioned concerning the Isnad. Yeah. So he mentioned concerning that kind of somewhat go back to law, take the hadith back to its original source, which is mentioned Isnad. Then he mentioned concerning, then start to mention concerning the this hadith concerning this is a portion of hadith. 
Naam. So can somebody mention a hadith by its full length yeah. uh, type of thing? You'll find that in most of these books, we mention it in Takhrij, you mention Mutafkun Alayhi. Some is just kind of somewhat just to kind of somewhat prefix the hadith back to his source because Bukhara and Muslim generally a hadith are not really that much criticized. Yeah. Naam. So the effort regarding this will be concerning more concerned that's kind of somewhat reference hadith back to Bukhari mention. Akrajahu Bukhari. Then he mentioned the uh, the page under the, uh, the volume. Naam. That's the volume for uh, such and such. Well, Muslim. We can so the way hadith can be sourced in Muslim. So the author there he mentioned Mutafkun Alay. Then Sheikh Alban can somewhat add it to that. He mentioned Wal Nasai. So these are the main well. sources of this hadith can be found also, not just in Bukhari and Muslim, but in Nasai. Then he mentioned Nasai ibn Khuzayma wa Ahmed wa Siyakh lahu. Many concerned that uh, the hadith had been mentioned by Az Mutafakunna is more in line with the wording of Ahmed. Well, Imam Ahmed Meaning it's not in line with the full wording of Bukhari and Muslim. Yeah. You understand? So it's not the, uh, the exact wording of Bukhari and Muslim, even though he. Prefect uh, um, reference hadith to Bukhari and Muslim yeah. that the word that he's mentioned here is, is more the wording of oh, Ahmed. Ahmed As I mentioned, uh, siyak lahu siyak, the wording is that of Ahmed. Yeah. You understand? Then he mentioned, Wal Bayhaki also mentioned hadith. Then he mentioned concerning that uh, different, different uh, thani that uh, others who have uh, also mentioned, that. mentioned the hadith. Yeah. Just so everyone can see, look, the hadith is short. You saw that it was one hadith, two lines. Look at the ta'liq of the takhrij. It goes down, all the way down to Rabi'ah. Khamis, he goes Sadisa, he goes. So he's leaving a different, different wayat of that hadith. Different wayat of that same hadith. He goes on to the so two pages, the takhrij of that hadith, which is short. Short, and that's two and a half pages. And that's a short. And that's a short takhrij as well. So you can see there's a lot of work that goes involved to make so a takhrij. Uh, so you'll find something there, for example. The reason why I highlight this is because. There was, when I was at the Jamia, there was a fad we have to go to Kulat Hadith because right. you're going to be. A muhadith, which is good, but the the work of a muhadith is sitting down in books, making research. It's a lot of. Yeah, it's, the not, it's not. It's not. Uh, the main concern uh, the muhadith are people. They are very concerned that people are very. Uh, uh, they're not of those people who. Uh, they're not as uh, public or not as not out there. A lot of their work is really requires research. Research, there, yeah. Understand, in the library, works, in, the in library, books. In the library, understand. So, like, for example, Sheikh Albani was famous for being like a part of that library yeah. in concerning in Damascus. Yeah. You understand? Because he spent so much time there. He would get there in the morning and then leave there when it, after closing hours, normal closing hours. So a lot of stuff concerning the muhaddis or personal study hadith, it relies regarding sitting and having books. And uh, so that's another uh, example, that's, uh, this one that comes after, that he mentioned concerning uh, the next hadith. Yep. So he mentioned concerning hadith uh, 919. In this book he mentioned hadith Ibn Abbas. So said that now the person said the hadith that it makes it uh, easy for him to understand this language. Yeah. You understand? So a person who does not have that type of uh, training or study hadith, some of the language might become a bit uh, difficult to put it together. Yeah, he won't understand. The he won't understand. Yeah. Won't understand. Yeah. Yeah. You get left behind. Yeah. So he mentioned the hadith narrated by Ibn Abbas and also Anas ibn Malik and the Islam. Ida after call that means that when the person uh, breaks his fast, what to be said? Yeah. Nam. They said that the person says, Allahumma laka sumna wa ala rizqat aftarna. Allahumma taqabbal minna innaka anta sami'ul alim. Wow. You understand? So that hadith is somewhat. So I mentioned, so Sheikh Albani in this book now, because we said the first hadith we mentioned before was in Bukhari Muslim, then it is accepted that the hadith is authentic. When you yeah. Bukhari Muslim, then it is authentic. So this hadith that he mentioned, he mentioned the first thing he mentioned, daif. Right so the first concern and the final, the, the hukum or the conclusion is hadith, is a hadith that is daif. No. Then he's starting to go into 
the detail of why you understand how we come to this conclusion. Yeah, which means the hadith is weak, right? Yeah, the hadith, the hadith meaning concerning weak. Which means you can't act upon it. Hey, so based upon this hadith, that says the hadith that so, is so far. Uh, hey, so far, yeah. you understand? So far, so either means concerning why. Uh, so it it varies that uh, it will understand from Sheikh Albani that it's a hook upon the entire hadith. Yeah, you understand? Sometimes they mention isnadu hudaif, meaning concerning that isnad for that particular hadith it is weak, but it doesn't necessarily mean the hadith. Uh, in uh, the final conclusion is that hadith is da'if. Yeah. You might have other sources that may aid it. Yeah. That's a little bit uh, uh, detailed. But the main thing that he comes to a conclusion, but you find that, uh, so you find that even this the hadith, though somewhat a portion of it is well known as the du'a that is mentioned regarding iftar. Yeah. Even though you find that instead of hadith, uh, the reality concern is to mention that there is no authentic hadith regarding a du'a to be said while breaking fast. Yeah. That's the conclusion. Anyway, conclusion. outside of this, yeah, it's not outside of hadith. No, no, of, no, yeah, don't say. You might. It's not a hadith, but no, there's no strong, strong hadith. Concern that, concern yeah, amongst the ulama of hadith, concern regarding what to be said in breaking yeah. one's fast. Yeah. So you have different hadith that we mentioned, yeah. but you might find that most of those hadith are criticized. Yeah. Regarding being criticized, that they are considered to be weak. Yeah. You understand? So that's the thing. Yeah. Uh, and there's a lot of other names mentioned. So in the fences, you find that with also books of Takrid, you also mention. You find that you mean that you find that there are mentioned books that are well known, Kutubu Sitta, yeah. but also you find names of books that are not known to most. Yeah. You understand? So you mentioned before you mentioned Al Bayhaki. Yeah. So Bayhaki, Rahimullah, have a series of books in Hadith, yeah. not just one, a series of books. Yeah. And also considered to be of the Kibar ulama of Hadith. So you have uh, Darakutni. Yeah. Now another conference, one of the of hadith, who also have his own collection of hadith. Yeah. Now they mention Ibn Sinni. They also concerned that he has a book concerning, that his book concerning Amal, Yawm Al-Layla. Now Al-Tabarani, Fi Al-Mujam Al-Kabir, because he has three Ma'ajim, one of them being Kabir, well also it was Sahir. Uh, uh, so you find that uh, with books of Takhreej, can someone expose you to various things concerning Ilmul Rijal, also knowing concerning Books of hadith per se of the ulama of old. Also, the aqwal of the ulama was spoken about, spoke about the hadith mentioned. Awwal Abdul Malik, hadha da'if jiddin, meaning one of the narrators in that hadith yeah. that is, uh, so he starts with the hadith of Ibn Abbas. Yeah. Naam? So he mentioned two hadith, Ibn Abbas and the hadith of Anas. Anas yeah. So he first starts with the hadith of Ibn Abbas. Yeah. So he mentioned the, the isnad. Yarwihi Abdul Malik ibn Harun ibn Antaza. And Abihi and Jaddihi anhu marfuhan bihi. Then I mentioned what are some of the sources of that, uh, the other sources that have narrated the hadith of Anas. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Ibn Abbas. Ibn Abbas, yeah. Nam. Then he mentioned Darakutan and others who have also narrated the same hadith mentioned, called to meaning Sheikh Albani. Hadha isnad daif jiddan. Fihi illatan. It has two uh, errors or two yeah. things to be looked at or to be, uh, two of its shortcomings. So I mentioned one, first, Al-Ula, Abdul Malik, Hatha. One of the narrators, as I mentioned in the Isnad, Yarwi, Abdul Malik ibn Harun. Yeah. So this Abdul Malik is considered to be Daif Jiddan. How, you know, how does he know this? That Dahabi, Rahimullah, also in the Ulama of Hadith, has a book called Duhafa, that he only mentioned that big people are weak. Yeah. So the book is Duhafa, narrators oh, who are weak. What does he say in Duhafa? Uh, that he's been left, concerned that the Ulama of Hadith have left him. Left him. Now yeah. So, Sadi. Dajjal, so the ulama also criticized that being a Dajjal, which is a very kind of somewhat severe criticism of a person. Yeah. That's a taraku, meaning everyone left him. Yeah. Not just a few, everyone have everyone left, him. left him. You understand? Yeah. Understand the ulama of hadith, the kibar ulama of hadith, that have nothing to do with him in the sense of they don't accept his narrating, yeah. understand? So, and that's concerning the systems. We mentioned, Adha habi gan naqla fil mizan, 
Also, again, so that's that's Elmer Rizal here. And the, the one, so if you look, if we break down this, you find the first aspect is the <coughs> Mustalah Hadith, the Hukum of the Hadith. Hey, Anton, what is meant by Da'if? And what is meant by Da'if? For example, you're going to know that the scholars of Hadith hey, know that. Understand. And hey. after that, he mentions the Masadir that you find that Hadith, whether hey, it's the, the sources of the Hadith, hey, like you mentioned that you study. And after that, he mentions Ilm al-Rijal, what the scholars hey, say. So the critique of the person. Of critique of the person. Hey. Why is Da'if hey, and stuff like that? <coughs> so in these books, right, the, the fifth, the, the sins they follow, they'll mention the people who need to be discussed, they'll mention so so you might have it's not maybe five individual, yeah. but four pe are two of them are people that are on the discussion. So rather than discussing the ones who are well known, they'll leave those okay, ones that say cut. And the ones that are somewhere on the discussion, they'll more kind of somewhat discuss them in more in detail. Amazing. So but so, so also that the I mean, science some of the very detailed yeah. science. Also so what it highlights <laughs> is what the scholars they put the amount of effort that they put into into preserving the Sunnah. Hey, you can see it from past even to present, the likes of Shaykh Lubani and stuff like that. Hey. And past for example the so past. Mention, that's as I mentioned that's what I mentioned concerning Al Hafiz, meaning Hafiz, we understand who's Al Hafiz. Yeah. You understand? So for example in every science you have certain laqab uh, titles are given to a particular ulama. Yeah. You understand? So you have the Hanabi, that's certain title, concerned al muwaffaq you yeah. know as a Hanbali. Yeah. You understand? So you mention Al-Hafiz, for I mention Fil Talkhis. So Al-Hafiz ibn Hajjur, Rahimahullah. Yeah. You understand? So can I somewhat? Uh, yeah. So also that's something you'd have to know. Yeah, so you, you, you wouldn't know, know that unless you know. Hey, you know those, uh, the science of Hadith and the labels, the, the, the title they use for their, their scholars. Yeah. And who's given what title? Uh, type of thing. So that's concerned. So I said that this book concerning one of the books of many. Yeah, you understand, and you find that you know, even concerning that to set off credit and all credit uh, to Sheikh Albani, Rahimahullah subhanahu wa ta'ala, regarding kind of somewhat of, in my opinion, and the opinion of Allah, that he of those kind of somewhat of those who are kind of somewhat uh, revive the science yeah. of our time regarding ilmu takhrij yeah. uh, type of thing. So, you have many books regarding concerning that his thing was to identify the hadith, find them, and then to. Uh, no, and then to pass a ruling, a judgment on them. Yeah. So you have many books related. Uh, because all of these books, you find that same that uh, that uh, pattern is cons consistent in his works. Yeah. And you find that is uh, so. He started that madrasa regarding concern takrij. Then you find that others of his students and those who of uh, of uh, some uh, involvement in hadith also have concerned of continued that path. So he finds that Han uh, the Hanbali book is the first of those other ones who have done it. You find others know have done it. Yeah, so you have a few yeah. books of now if you understand concerning Takrij, the books of Hanabila. You understand? In concerning, for example, Al -Ka, the book of Al Kafi by Ibn Khudama. Yeah. You have a Takrij of the Hadith of that, of recent. Subhanallah. You understand? And also some of the Shuru. See, so have Salaman Sheikh have uh, done some work over concerning the books. So that's what I said. So, what you so, the example of it, you find are commenting in other books. Yeah. You understand? That uh, some books make. Uh, so, is the same. Uh, some books, yeah, so the same pattern. But also, you find that Takrij of. Books of Tafsir, yeah. uh, where in the sense of those uh, narration or uh, Tafsir of the Quran by way of Hadith, well, yeah. Akwar of the Salaf, they all check those. They'll check those, yeah. You understand? Also in books, even Usul al Fiqh. Yeah. You understand? Also books uh, in uh, other Adab and the likes. Got a question, because it's something that you know comes up a lot anyway, and I know there's a bit of a difference of opinion on it, but just to summarize before we go to the question is. Kurut uh, al-Hadith in the Islamic University of Medina, you become a specialist in Hadith to the degree that you're able, inshallah, to take one of these books where the Hadith is mentioned but without mentioning, you're able to go take a Hadith, extract it and find the hukum of the Hadith by going back to the relevant books, that's generally speaking what you can yeah. do. Uh, okay, when we, when we come across a Hadith which is da'if, can you act upon weak Hadith? 
which whose weakness is not to the level of fabricated. So it's weak. It's still considered weak. It's not Hassan. Hey. Can you act upon it? And if you can, or if you can't, why not? And what can you act upon it in? It's a discussion concerning between Ilm al-Hadith and also kind of somewhat uh, it impacts on other science. Yeah. You understand? So regarding concerning that uh, is a Hadith or Hadith that are said to be Daif. Yeah. Can one act upon it or use them as a, as a form of proof or yeah. source? Yeah. So it goes back to Yavan Ijma between the ulama regarding a hadith of Daifa. Hadith are said to be weak, uh, that uh, they are not a source regarding matters relating to aqidah yeah. and also matters regarding halal and haram, meaning ahkam al-shari'iyah. Okay. You understand? So yeah. in that two particular you're concerning, uh, so matters regarding aqidah yeah. and matters regarding halal and haram, matters concerning fiqh related matters, they are not to be used as a proof. Yeah. And that's an ijma. Ijma, because Yeah, in that okay. area. So the other area now concern that you find is a discussion between the ulama. Regarding that you might find concerning a hadith that are said to be daif, but uh, as a form of tafsir. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. It's a, 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 a hadith have come to us that give a tafsir of that ayah. Yeah. That relates not to those two things. Yeah. Can that be used? Not, yeah. understand, not relating to ahkam, ashari'iyah, or... Uh, Akida, things yeah. that are unseen alike. Can this hadith that is weak but is in an area of tafsir or matters concerning seerah, can yeah. they be used as a proof? So you have a discussion between the ulama that you find that of the ulama of old that you find many kind of somewhat there. I think Ahmed Rahimullah is somewhat more lenient in that area. Yeah. Concerning that a person can use this, is a, they can be used yeah. but with some clarity. That yeah. person will clarify the hadith is daif but it can be used. It's not as, they are not as, as uh, so as, as stern regarding the other area compared to this area. Yeah. You understand? But you find that, but you find the next method of the ulama of uh, regarding concerning the hadith of daif is not to be using anything yeah. at all in for anything regarding Islam. Yeah. Can I ask you your position on it? Uh, what's your, what's your raja indak anta? What do you hold? Uh, regarding concerning matters concerning you find that uh, I'm more in sense now that uh, I'm uh, in between so that at Tawakkuf. 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 Hey, uh, yeah. Prefer I prefer my, my books. Prefer not to use them. Yeah. You understand? But uh, if a person, can someone understand the masala and it is used regarding within those guidelines, then I understand yeah, where they're coming from. I know where they're coming from. You understand? For personal learning, I generally concerning shy away from hadith to daif. Nam. Okay, so that's a lot of information on studying hadith when you're in the jamia. <coughs> so you studied in the jamia, graduated in two thousand and one. Uh, and just you've been teaching since then, obviously. Alhamdulillah, I know because I've you know come back and I've attended your lessons and stuff like that in the masjid and also around London as well. Uh, currently, you do you've got classes in hadith, explanation of Muhtasir of Sahih Bukhari Sahih must be mentioned for, and as well in aqidah and in fiqh as well. So, just to highlight the jami, although that's the tahassus or the speciality. That's not all you study. Yeah. You also study Tawheed, Aqeedah, Fiqh, as you mentioned anyway, Tafsir of Quran, all the sciences. All the sciences. sciences. Yeah, yeah, but this is what you focus on the most. Uh, okay, if a student is here now in the UK, they want to study Hadith because they understand the importance of the Sunnah and holding to Sunnah, obviously, what's the methodology that you'd advise them? Where do they begin? Obviously, they need a teacher, but what would be the books that they'd start with? There you are. So, regarding concerning that, uh, as, in, so that a, as a, a manhaj regarding studying Ilm al-Hadith. Yeah. Nam, uh, so, I mentioned uh, that because Ilm al-Hadith can somewhat it go branch off into various science. Yeah. So, each book, have, each of those science have their own, as I said, no, books that relates to the beginner, al-Mutawasid, wal-Mutakaddim, yeah. like in every science. So, the thing concerning the person from the West, 
who wants to kind of somewhat have a, a passion for hadith and want to study hadith, then uh, one, yes, they need, regarding ilm and hadith, because of the complexity of the science, it needs a teacher. Yeah. It needs a teacher. There's other science that needs it, just like usul al-fiqh. It yeah. needs a teacher. You answer about the books that will be the general books that are studied, that uh, the more traditional, what we mean in concern, the manhood that are used or mentioned regarding that a person will start with a book they call either Baykuniya with yeah. some. Yeah. You understand? Uh, which is like about 30-something abiyat bait on Ilm al-Hadid. But yeah. it's very mukhtasar. And doesn't really capture most, uh, much. Yeah. But uh, so, some, so some of the ulama can sell, so yeah, but the books that are more established are concerning the books of Ibn Hajj Rahimullah, which is a book that he called concerning uh, An Nusha, which yeah. is a Shah uh, Nusat al Fikr, and also An Nukhbatul, uh, A Nusawal uh, An Nukhba. So, those are the books that they would normally start with as a beginner, which is those books that kind of somewhat give you concerning on what different types of hadith, and they mention concerning that uh, the definition. Yeah. You understand? So, the person kind of somewhat kind of have an idea. Well, uh, concerning what is this word, this terminology, and what it means. Yeah. You understand? So like in the bullet points, hadith yeah. sahih, da-da-da, and a few points, and then you move on. Yeah. You understand? But the thing is main is to capture concerning what does this term, terminology means. Yeah. You understand? So traditionally, concerning anubatul fiqr, uh, or nuzha, and nazar, would be the books that a person is said to start with. Yeah. But because of, of recent, the last maybe 20 years, you find many books concerning uh, musala have somewhat been printed. So you have now a more a wider collection of books to look at and to see which are more suitable for a beginner. Yeah. So even now the discussion concerning that some of the people of Hadith studies are saying concerning those books of Ibn Hajar may not be the book to start with. Yeah. Because even though they are muqtasa, but they are somewhat very, uh, they go up, they are somewhat, they, they discuss, they are somewhat compact in the information they give. Yeah. You understand? So even though it's somewhat very compact. Yeah. So it may not be and discuss, for example, Nukhba, it discuss over 100 anwa of ulum and hadith. Yeah. Most books don't discuss that from the that, books of old. That many, yeah. You understand? So, they mentioned that you might find other books that maybe, so if a book of said that Ibn Mulakin Rahimullah, yeah. that uh, he has uh, a muqtasar of the book of Ibn Salah. Yeah. You understand? Then, that he called Al-Muqna', then he made uh, a muqtasar of that muqtasar, yeah. and it's called concerning a tazkira fi ulum and hadith, that he yeah. can somewhat, with some mention that maybe something more, Especially in the West, maybe adequate to might be more suitable to start with. Yeah. So that would be a beginner's. Yeah, it would be a beginner's, beginner's book. Beginner's yeah, a big, as a yeah. beginner book. Um, so you have other books on that line, but it's, as I said, you know, yeah. it's many books now. You have more choices, but it's if a person wants to understand that field. Yeah. You know, you just you've just highlighted an important benefit that uh, you should go to the person. Uh, you want to know <coughs> about a specific subject. It's better to go to the person who knows of that field. Of that field, because if it was me, I'm like, okay, let's begin with. That's the, that's the method that everyone studies. But now you're saying this, obviously that's your subject. You, you, you're in touch with the books and stuff like that. So again, like you said, it's, it's, uh, it's important to go to the right person. So you have, like I said, because of the past maybe uh, 20 years, we have uh, more books that have been now uh, been printed. So you have a little more choices compared to before then. The choices were much more limited. You understand, for example, the book had Taysir, Ulum al-Hadid by... Uh, Qahtan, yeah. that was a book that is even used in university. Yeah. Today, now, that book is now uh, outgrown. Yeah. You understand? It's outgrown. Wow. You understand? Yes, yes, yes. Like today, people said, so as you said, it's important concerning that uh, understanding concerning each science is referring back to the people of that science. Yeah. You understand? They can give you the best uh, direction as to how to approach studying that science. Yeah.
which is why I guess as well, even the Mashaykh of, for example, like Bin Baz, when it comes to a hadith, hukum on a hadith, they would refer to Shaykh Rabban, say Shaykh Rabban makes this hadith authentic, or yeah. they would reference even, yeah. you know, whoever it is, they still use yeah. the, in many ways, the hukum of Shaykh Rabban on certain hadith. Hey, that's the case. Yeah. Okay, so we've covered quite a bit methodology. Okay, I want to build a hadith, a library in hadith. Okay. I want to build a library in hadith. Mm. Give me your uh, essential books in, I, I guess, two essential books, apart from Qutbah in each of these sciences. So, for example, let's say Masadir, Al-Asliya. Imam Qutbah Sitta, in building a library, the person also not concerning. I just remember. Shuru wal fiqh al-hadith, that's yeah. important. Okay, so give us, a, uh, give us a general library of what, they'd ha- what a student would have. Also, bear in mind, we haven't covered an important topic, and it's going to have to be left for another time, so I don't want to hold you, is taba'at. Hey, i.e. That's certain... That's the next thing, that, the next thing I will mention, the concern yeah. even kutubu sitta, yeah. that also the person has to be, uh, said that be mindful of the print that you're, that you're buying. Yeah. You understand, you have certain prints that said, of, of recent, you find more effort in trying to ensure the accuracy of these books. Yeah. You understand, so the person has to be mindful regarding the print that you're buying, to make sure to not, it can somewhat actually reflect what the the, 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 uh, the original author that he wrote. Yeah, which is another science now, which is quite big as well. Is, What's it called? That's called tahqiq of... Or hey, is that the, the hey, concerning tahqiq. Hey, concerning, yeah. hey, concerning tahqiq yeah. uh, So that's also very important, Nam. Knowing what concerning, as I said uh, before, we're going to say that, that's a... Uh, I kind of somewhat uh, looking for this particular print. I've met, yeah. yes, of uh, Umdat al-Ahkam, yeah. which is the book of Umdat al-Ahkam, but you have many people who have done works on it. Yeah. So if I find concerning just the matin, yeah. I can easily show you 10 different checking, yeah. easily. That you've got in your library. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> uh, that's, that's available. That's, that's available. That's, yeah, that's available. Okay. I mean, I've, only got, I've got two or three. I've got one, like, a little pocket-sized one, maybe. Hey, so, I've got another one, and this is this so one. So you'll find concern that this book concerning the Umtul Ahkam, concerning that they have the matin. Yeah. But then we understand, but you have an aspect of this matin, we find that Umtul Ahkam, as put, this particular book, that uh, the author, Rahimullah, uh, Abdul Ghani al-Makhdisi, that his intention was to kind of somewhat gather about, or just about, around about 450 ahadith yeah. that relates to ahkam, yeah. according to the method of the Hanabila. Yeah. But particularly from Bukhari and Muslim, yeah. more so hadith that they agree upon. Yeah. You understand? So hadith mutafakun alayhim. So every hadith that you mention here should be in Bukhari and Muslim. Yeah. You understand? Even though some hadith is not the case, that's not the case. There's some that's not in either yeah. of them, no, or not in both of them. No, they're, they're not in both. Oh, okay. That was the condition. That was the, the condition, condition he said, but it's not. But he didn't stick to in Bukhari and not, and not in Muslim. Muslim. Okay. And vice versa. Yeah. Uh, and also, with, so that, that means all the hadith are authentic. Yes, that's, that's the thing. That's, yeah. that's the, the person going to somewhat confident that the hadith mentioned in the book is authentic. authentic. You understand? That's the A. So the thing concerning that sometimes the author, you understand, may mention hadith, the wording that he mentioned here in the book. It's not actually in Bukhari Muslim. Okay. But I said, sometimes though he took from a source that didn't directly came from Bukhari Muslim. Yeah. You understand? So the wording a bit off yeah. as for what is in the original book of Bukhari Muslim. Understood, yeah. You understand? So, as I'm saying, that's not so each person make a tahqiq that uh, they have a different concerning that their aims may be different. Yeah. And their level of preciseness may be different. Yeah. You and their efforts, their knowledge, their level of so said, skill. And skill in, so, so the more the person is skilled in the hadith, yeah. you understand, the then better. the better the tahqiq. Yeah. And just to highlight as well, because this is a book of hadith and ahkam. Again, look at the tahqiq and takhrij. You get, this is that button. All of that underneath is the takhrij of, and this is umdat al-ahkam, which you'd say 
all the ahadith that are agreed upon. Yeah, yeah, upon. Yes, I'm yeah there's still a lot of work to be done on that. Something to be, be mindful yeah. of. To be mindful. To be of. mindful of. You understand? That's the thing. Certain thing to be mindful of. So I said no. So uh, uh, yes. Yeah, so it says no. So you find that in different uh, works on books, it's gonna kind of, so say the important thing is knowing the books that you are that you are putting into your library. That you're buying in the hey, I'm buying your library. Hey, the, hey, this, hey. So uh, you're saying putting a library together. Yeah. So let's start with let's let's start with this anyway then because this is one of the first books if you're studying fiqh even hey, you memorize it's a, isn't it it's a general book to hey, memorize it's a book that is generally start concerning but they refer to as the books of kutub uh, al-hadith al-ahakam yeah. you understand so you'll find that uh, in uh, the study of hadith that what has now become the tradition regarding books that are recommended by way of memory and to memorize and to study yeah. alongside concerns you start with arba'in and nawawi yeah. you understand so arba'in and nawawi and you have various shuru yeah. so for I've said, with building a maktaba also is concerning for a, the lay person or for the person who wants to enter the path of Talabatul Ilm. Let's take the second. Which is? The person wants to enter the path of Talabatul Ilm. Okay. As the lay person, then we, we leave him to go to his imam and study. Okay, and his imam will give him, give him his direction. His imam will give him direction, inshallah. Hey. So, that, uh, so the general concern, they'll start concerning Alba Talabatul Ilm, that was said they will start concerning with. Uh, we mentioned the book Al Arba'in and Nawawi. Yeah. But because the book concerned, they said that uh, Al Arba'in Nawawi Rahimullah, that uh, Ibn Salah Rahimullah, he started like he used to have a majlis called Majlis Al Imla. Yeah. Where he's going to mention those hadiths, yeah. which is like Hadith Al Kulliyat, yeah. that are very concerning, that uh, fast, uh, concerning that very vast in their meaning. Yeah. You understand? So uh, he was very selective, so he would mention Hadith Al Kulliyat, yeah. and uh, he started, which about 20 something, then uh, he, it, uh, he died. Yeah. That now Rahimullah came and kind of somewhat completed to 40, which is actually 42 hadith. Yeah. And then Ibn Rajab, so you find, so from this book, uh, Arba'in, many of the ulama have explained this book. Yeah. You understand? Uh, and those explanations on various levels. Yeah. The more like uh, uh, renown of the explanation, the one by uh, Ibn Rajab, Rahimullah. Yeah. But that one is, poor, is a person very much, you said, advanced. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. Books of Ibn Rajab is for, and concern that book of uh, Ishar. Uh, Al-Ulum Al-Hikam, I yeah. forgot the name. Jamil Ulum Al-Hikam. That, that one is more for a person, more advanced. Yeah. You understand? Uh, then you have more others. Of, instead of Ulum of contemporary time, most of them are, you understand, yeah. uh, suitable for the Talib Al-Im. But uh, I said for the person who, uh, who's, uh, that's more for a person, a little more advanced to start with, the one of Ibn, Ibn Rajab. Okay. Yeah. So you'd need 40 hadith and the Ibn Rajab explanation and one of the contemporary scholars, Sheikh Thaymin, Sheikh Abdul Muslim Al Mabad. One of those mashaykhs. Uh, so you get two. Okay. Uh, That's you, have others, hadith. you have many others. There's loads, yeah. You have, you have, you have, you have, you have Sometimes they have a problem with my books. Sometimes I buy a book twice. But you have concerning that Ali Al Qari. Yeah. Also have an explanation, which is also very good. Yeah. You understand? So you find various works on that book, but the main thing, having an explanation with that book. Yeah. You understand? So I said, with Ilm al-Hadith, that uh, is not just having the Hadith in front of you, but also having books to help you, to guide you, to understand the Hadith correctly. Yeah. You understand? That's, so an important, together. that's an important point, which comes up a lot in Asul al-Fiqh. It's not allowed, they say, they mention a statement, mm. for a lay person, if he finds Bukhari, it's not allowed for him to open it and read it. Okay. In case he misunderstands it. Now, I'm not sure if you agree with that completely, but I guess the principle is there, meaning he needs a teacher yeah, to explain said, the hadith so he doesn't misinterpret and act upon. Hey, sometimes the ulama mentions a statement in the sense of, can someone to show the importance? Yes, if I find certain hadith in any books, that is, 
any person read it who can read, they'll, they'll understand the meaning. The meaning is very muhkam, uh, it's very clear. Yeah. But you find certain things that the person, he needs a teacher as the book itself, as a book, you need a guide. Need a guide. But for one hadith or two hadith, then it's clear. It's clear, yeah. you understand? But the person, the general thing for the entire book, yeah. and again, the full benefit, yeah. you understand? So all like in four hadith means. Imam Nawawi, yeah. all those hadith, they're, kulia, they're quite clear, they're quite, they're also... Yeah, right. so even though in yeah. uh, Arba, you have hadith, they're da'if. Even. Yeah, you have hadith are da'if. Yeah, but not many. Yeah, not many. Yeah. You understand? So you have a few hadith are uh, da'if, but the things that the purpose said, but the main thing, the person have that explanation to help him, to guide him through, through. understanding the book properly. We've got four hadith Imam Nawawi. That's the general. Next stage, we just said that that's the next stage will be this book, Umdatul Ahkam. Yeah. You understand? So it'll be concerning the next stage. That is the more common practice concerning Umdatul Ahkam. Ashar, what would you say? So you have various shuru that is there. That uh, you have Sheikh uh, Bassam, you have some other shuru concerned that uh, you have uh, Sheikh uh, Najmi as a nice uh, shar in about yeah. four volumes, that's yeah. nice. Uh, type, uh, also, you have uh, Salam Sheikh from Yemen, yeah. but they are more detailed. Yeah. You understand? So, you have uh, difference. You have uh, Sheikh uh, Abdullah Fawzan, yeah. now, his books are very good. Yeah. Uh, you have also uh, Sheikh uh, Fawzan, Saleh Fawzan, also. Yeah. So, you find uh, Sheikh uh, uh, Arraji. You understand? So you have various of the contemporaries that you can use. Yeah. Uh, then you have those more detailed. You have the Ibn Mulakin of one that goes into over 10 volumes. 10 volumes on this. And on the Ahkam. Okay. You understand? You have, so you have various degrees. Yeah. You understand? But a contemporary one that uh, uh, of contemporary concern is you know, Ibn Usaymin, yeah. uh, the likes of uh, Sheikh Abdulaziz Arraji, Sheikh uh, Fawzan, Sheikh, uh, you know, those ones. You can also Bassam. Yeah. You can work with those. Work with those. Okay, Umm al Ahkam, that's the second one on, on this first one on Ahadith al Ahkam. And then. Then the next level concerning that, that, that is traditionally out there, they said, okay, the person go to Balugul Maram yeah. by Ibn Hajj Rahimahullah. Yeah. And the various explanations that are there. So you have uh, Subul Salam, you have uh, Labadul, uh, uh, the first explanation concerning Badul Munir, I think Badul Ma, uh, Badul Tamam, or that may Badul Tamam was the first explanation of that book okay. by Al Maghribi. Ibn Subul Salam is like. Uh, uh, an abridgment of that book with some addition okay. where uh, Subul Salam uh, as Sanani he added the aqwal of the ulama of the Zaydiyya okay. understand uh, so even some that mentioned that the original book Badr Tamam is a better explanation is than, it available as well that it's book available. Yeah, it's all the books that were mentioned all books that all are available okay. yeah, so, uh, uh, so that you know, and then you have others who have done you understand uh, works on that book so you have many especially of contemporary time yeah. who have a lot of emphasis concerning uh, the book Bulugul uh, Maram Okay. Then also the person of correct uh, checking of Bulugul Maram. Because okay. you have also hadith said that uh, with Bulugul Maram, that Ibn Hajj Rahimullah also passes judgments from the hadith. Yeah. But sometimes some of those judgments, uh, you understand, that's his, his judgment, his conclusion. Yeah. But it may be others may have a different opinion. So you still need to tahqiq on it, a proper tahqiq on it as well. And again, we'll leave that for another lesson, another subject. Yeah, tabaat and stuff like that is important. Getting the right. I remember when he was in the jam, every time you go to the book fair, it's like, what tabat have you got? Have you got this tabat? Have you got that tabat? Yeah. And it's, it's as much about the print as it is about the book as well. Yeah, Isn't it? Uh, hey, so, hey, so that's concerning. So those things, the person has to be mindful concerning the type of print and also the layout. And so different things regarding said that's uh, our next topic. topic. Okay.
just quickly rushing through. We've done, uh, these are two bottles of Mahdi. Okay, then the person, I'll go through them, said then, after the person has somewhat then tried to enter the Qutub al-Asliya, which concerning that, now we say Qutub al-Asliya concerning Bukhari, Muslim, Abu Dawood, uh, those type of book. Yeah. So either person can start with either the Muqtasarat, if you have various Muqtasarat of Bukhari and Muslim. Yeah. You understand? So to either person, if you have a teacher, you can go directly into Bukhari, if he has a teacher. Yeah. You understand? Uh, in the West... Yeah. In the West, maybe appropriate concerning in the West that more concerning Muqtasarat by way of teaching. Yeah. You understand? Uh, the general public or the, the Tulab in the so the Muqtasarat of those books, yeah. with, uh, and you just use concerning the, the uh, and you just, hey, so using the Muqtasarat that is available regarding Al Bukhari Muslim. Uh, and also, you have Abu Dawood, you have their, each book of their Shuru. Yeah. You understand? So, having a shot of each of those books. Yeah. An explanation for An explanation. It's a more, more so three explanations. Yeah. What's that statement concerning Fat al-Bari? La hijra ba'da al-Fat. So that's the hadith, but they apply it to, and the scholars of hadith are speaking about. Give us some, elucidate that for us. That's in the 12th century, that he has many words concerning hadith. And he was, so he mentioned that Shawkani explained the book that we, uh, so he was asked to explain, sorry, he was asked to explain Sai Bukhari. But he can somewhat, he can somewhat kind of mention concerns, you know, La Fat Bada Hijra, or La Hijra, or La Hijra Bada Fat, or that concerns, you know, that, you understand what was done by Ibn Hajar Al Fat, then there's no need for anything else. There's no need for anything else. And that was his opinion. Yeah, and so he means that what was done by Ibn Hajar Fat Al Bari, to explain Sai Bukhari. That was sufficient. Yeah, and that's considered an encyclopedia. And that's an encyclopedia of yeah. Islam, not just in other words, yeah. yeah, concerning that uh, of the explanation of Bukhari. Yes, kind of somewhat goes into various because uh, something to be mindful of concerning, for example, Sahih Bukhari. Yeah. That uh, Al Kutubul Al Hadith. They have different uh, method of how they compile their book. Yeah. So Bukhari is concerned to be of a Muslim Jawama. Jawam in the Mulum al Hadith, I mean, concerned that that particular book it consists of seven to eight science. Yeah. All the subjects, basically. And everything is covered. So it comes concerned, Akida will be covered. Yeah. Also, Ahkam, yeah. Raqa'iq, yeah. Uh, also Tafsir, yeah. also Al Manaqib, concerned with yeah. uh, uh, As Sira, Al Magazi, yeah. right? And Raqa'iq. So all those stuff is within the books of. Of that, so of, of, of Jawam. Yeah. We find that for some books of As Sunan, which is Abu Dawood. Nasahi and the likes, they mainly concern matters regarding ahkam. Okay. No, you won't find tafsir in their books. Okay. You understand? Yeah. Aqidah would not be the main topic of their book. Yeah. That's important so, to understand as well. understand that those books have different yeah. uh, approach regarding their books yeah. and aims. Also, with regards to Bukhari, that statement that's mentioned, Asah al Kitab, elucidate, what does it mean? Yeah. The most authentic book after. No, regarding concern, you have concerning that the books of hadith are on different level of, of authenticity. Yeah. You understand? So some of the ulama of hadith, that when they uh, compile their book, that they add certain criteria that they worked with. Yeah. You understand? Regarding the layout of their book and also regarding the level of authenticity of their book. Yeah. So Bukhari and Muslim and others that uh, would be more renowned concerning Bukhari and Muslim, that they made as a criteria for their book is that uh, of the condition is that what we collect in our book as a hadith that they are all authentic, yeah. nothing weak, yeah. and also to the highest to the highest standard. Yeah. You understand regarding rijal being of the more uh, highest standard or level, so that was of the criteria of their book. Yeah. Even though they didn't, that's also it is. So that's of of the criteria of their book is that everything we call uh, uh, put in this book regarding a hadith and nabawiyah that they are authentic. No. You understand? So uh, so based upon this that. Uh, 
they are referred to as the Bukhara's most authentic book because, yes, he kind of somewhat in most that he fulfilled that criteria. Yeah. You understand? So compared to all the books of Hadith that we have, it's the most authentic. Yeah. And because it only states, apart from the chapter headings, it's yeah, only a, a hadith. Yeah. So you have in Bukhari, you have chapter heading also, some, or sometimes mention uh, some of the athad of the Sahaba. It's mentioned as well. It's mentioned, you understand? Okay. So they don't, those are not per se of his criteria. Yeah. You understand? It's more a hadith and nabawiyah that concerns is the yeah. criteria. Uh, so you find, and also Imam Muslim also made the same uh, criteria of his book that everything that I collect uh, as the main part of his book, because his book is in two parts. Yeah. You have the Muqaddim of Ibn Muslim, which is not according to that criteria. Yeah. You understand? So he mentioned things of Ilm al-Mustala. Yeah. You understand? So of the early books that discuss about some aspect of Mustala hadith, is the book of Imam Muslim. Imam Muslim, in his introduction. And it's in the introduction, so it gives some insight concerning some of the masail or matters relating to Ilm al-Hadith. Yeah. Yeah, and some, some, some and also Imam Tirmidhi mentioned something on Ilal or not. Is that in his book yeah, or separate? Yeah, Imam Tirmidhi at the end of his book. At the end of his book he and mentioned so, stuff to this. So even concerning Ilm al-Hadith, concerning Ilm al-Ilal. Especially, yeah. so, men, uh, uh, and with that, uh, if anything, but before itself, so, uh, so Bukhara the Muslim, they kind of somewhat stand apart because that they made as a criteria, or put as a criteria, that everything we collect, as regarding a hadith and nabawiyah, that they are authentic. Yeah. You understand? You might find a few little, you understand, here that may be under discussion, but that was the criteria. And based upon that, they become, they compare to all the books of hadith, they're the most authentic. Most authentic. Yeah. You understand? So you have other books that stipulate tri- authenticity. So you have Ibn Hibban, yeah. uh, we have uh, Al Mustadrak, Al Hakim, uh, we have uh, Al Maqdisi uh, in his book. Uh, and they have a few others also who stipulate that criteria somewhat, but they are not to the extent of Bukhari and Muslim. Yeah. You understand? So that's concerning why those books are somewhat, uh, can somewhat set themselves apart compared to other books. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's concerned that matter. Okay, so what the, the main books of Hadith plus one explanation for each at least. Fatul Bari obviously is a must. If a person that's student, Mutakadim, a student, who, you understand? So you have. In most of those books, like Bukhari the Muslim, explanation of various levels. Yeah. You understand? So, you have, for example, Suyuti. Yeah. Now, uh, you can somewhat try to make it simplistic. Can somewhat, you have like, you know, give an explanation. I said, let me say that explanation mentioned as Taliqat. Which is on Kutubu Sitta. On Kutubu Sitta, no. Yeah, and all of them, that is the intention. Kutubu Sitta and Muatta. And Muatta. He's got a Taliqat also. Yeah, and all those books. Printed and published. Most of them are in print now. Most of them are, so you have Bukhari is in print. Muslim in print. So you find most of those books that, but uh, so you can somewhat, can somewhat, and said just a small notes on those books. So we need to, inshallah, add to the library in the section of hadith, inshallah. <coughs> so we're looking for people that want to contribute, inshallah. Hey, so that's the thing. But uh, the main thing, so said in uh, those books of hadith, the personal book that is somewhat more concerned taliqat, not very detailed. Yeah. And then you have a book that may be a little more detailed, and then you have the one that goes into Mosu'at. Mosu'at, yeah. yeah. So the like encyclopedias. Yeah, in the cycle, in that time, hey, those type of book that goes more, yeah. you understand, but that's for the higher level, student. Yeah. Uh, advice to a student of Hadith. And, and uh, just a quick topic on the different schools as it pertains to, uh, I guess, I mean, we said at the beginning I want to speak about two things, I guess. Advice, no, three things to close with, inshallah. Advice to a student who wants to study hadith. The issue of Jarwa Ta'adil is it only for the, is it ended with Al Murajal of Qutb Sitta and the Tadween of the books of Jarwa Ta'adil? Or do, do you apply the same science today? You can answer that if you don't want to. The third one is going to be, what was the third topic again? The ulama of hadith. The ulama of oh, Ahl al Hadith as opposed to the 
the fuqaha as a you know i.e. the the schools i.e. because we have we we speak about for example why I'm mentioning this because now obviously we say uh, you know this masjid is masjid ahl hadith okay right what does that actually mean when you say these are ahl hadith as okay. a laqab as a term what does it mean we say the ahl al hadith you okay. see what I mean so that's also I think important so when someone hears it he understands what it means the significance importance okay so the first was uh... Advice to a student. Yes, the advice talib, uh, a person concerning Ibn Hadid that uh, one concerning any advice to any student regarding Al Ikhlas and Niyyah. No. So, regarding concerning a person who wants to uh, have a passion towards studying of Hadith, that uh, in anything, on any of the signs of Islam, that a general thing, the person should have Al Ikhlas. Yeah. And also Al Azima. The person also he has this strong will that he, have, he wants to study this science. Because yeah. Hadith, as you can see, it takes a lot of effort. Yeah. You understand? So, the person has to have that strong will. That uh, he wants to embark on this path of studying of hadith, nam, uh, and uh, he will see it through to the end. Mm. You understand? So he has to see it through to the end, uh, and also kind of somewhat stick to the path of the ulama uh, as laid down in their books. Yeah. You understand? Uh, also, that the person regarding Imam Hadith, that finding a teacher, a good teacher to study with, and I said that anyone, yeah, so which is finding a teacher to help to guide you through the books to be studied. I will mention some of the books to be studied. The person of a, a system as to what to be studied, mm. and that requires another you know, teacher uh, and uh, the likes. But also, what Ilm Hadith, it requires great effort. Mm. You understand? Because each of the so it requires a lot of effort, and a person has to be willing to make those efforts. And uh, with Ilm Hadith, with Ilm Hadith, it does come with a cost financially, because mm. the books of Hadith they are somewhat they are many. So the person of understand to know that uh, he has to be prepared to to spend when needed. On books and, and stuff. Books. Yeah, yeah, and his books. Yeah, books. Yeah. Uh, okay. And you don't think they can make do with PDF downloads? Uh, uh, <laughs> doesn't work with Ilm al-Hadith. Doesn't work. <laughs> uh, Ilm al-Hadith have said that different. Yeah. What uh, we need to do as well in the future is have a, in the Maktaba series, but looking yeah. at Because people oh. sometimes are not as, you understand? Yes, so the person, because for some time I use a PDF, but something on a reference is page. 300 yeah. and to find that page and have to call back again then it becomes it's not it's, it's not, not it's not practical it's not practical it's not you understand practical. you go back and forth yeah. it becomes difficult we need someone on here that can do maktaba shamala <laughs> and show how that's used today right. because it's used quite a lot okay that's advice to a student of knowledge the next one is the issue of uh, ahl al-hadith what does it mean when we say ahl al-hadith what does that mean some of the lock-up or that overused yeah, so the lock-up concerning ahl al-hadith now yeah. can we look at two ways yeah uh maybe a third way you have uh, Ali Hadith, which concerning that uh, Sinai, regarding concerning Ali Hadith, people who are people of Hadith who study the science. Mm. So, also the ulama of Hadith, they are considered to be Ali Hadith because of them being a part of that science. Yeah. A person being attached to that science may not be. So, you have the person, it means that he somewhat is involved in the science of Hadith yeah. and his related subjects. Nam. Uh, then you have Ali Hadith uh, by way of uh, Al Intisab, yeah. by way of concerning Ali Hadith in the sense of. The person upon the way of the people of Hadith where that Hadith is given precedent over over the call of men. Yeah. You understand? So the person that so you follow and your intention is to follow Hadith. Uh, so in Tisab regarding matters relating to fiqh, you give precedent to Hadith over that of men. And also regarding Ali Hadith regarding uh, regarding concerning your man and regarding Talaq al-Din, regarding matters concerning Aqeedah. Yeah. So it's an intisab regarding that. You want to follow the way of Hadith and say Hadith is given precedent over everything. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. So the person doesn't have to be a student of hadith to be a part of that. Okay. You understand? Yeah. So anyone who said to be of Ayl Sunnah, then that's 
Ahl Hadith, because you're part of the Sunnah. Yes, it's synonymous. Concerning Ahl Sunnah, where precedent is given to Hadith, which is Al Ittiba. And then you have concerning what is now what we find the third now era concerning Ahl Hadith, where it becomes concerning that it is a name used regarding Jamiyat. Okay. You understand it is used by, is that name used for by Islamic organizations? Yeah. You understand? So that's just organizations. That's just an organization. That's an organization who have taken on that name. Yeah. You understand? Just that's all. It's just that they have taken on the name Ali Hadith yeah. and use it. Yeah. Uh, you are part of the organization if you're affiliated to them or have a membership. Yeah. You understand? So that's just for an organization basis. That, that's something separate. Yeah, yeah that's something separate. Not, yeah, okay. yeah, that's something separate. Okay. Well, good And I guess the last one uh, is the science of Jarot, Al Murajal. For example, do we apply it today? So we see somebody, for example, and we just know that they're... Okay, we say, okay, that person is thiqa, or that person is matruq, that person is, you know, majroor. Do, do we use that terminology as it's understood according to the definition of ilm al-rajal? Or that's for the science, and even if you use it, it doesn't have the same implications, i.e. rulings? That's the question, I guess. Hey, so regarding concerning the term... Uh... Jarl or the science of Ilm Rijal, Jarl Ta'adil. So, Jarl Ta'adil is concerning the Amar of the man Yukbal Rayat, who a man Yurad. It's concerned to know who is those persons that you can accept is narrations and the one that you reject is narration. Yeah. That's the origin of that science. So, yeah. we're concerning Al Rawat. Yeah. But within the science, it have certain Dawab, it have certain rules uh, and guidelines that one has to follow in applying that science. Yeah. So, originally, it's applied regarding Al Rawat. Yeah. You understand? But uh, regarding concerning criti- mean uh, narrators of, of hadith, hadith and asar, specifically, and asar, so yeah. the science is more so for that purpose yeah. initially. But you find aspect concerning, but to critique a narrator, you saw you have certain guidelines that are followed yeah. and principles a person have to follow, right? So those principles, some of those principles, for example, can you accept a narration from a person who's from Ali Bida? Yeah. You understand? That's concerning of all concerning narrators. This yeah. person, Fulan, Rafidi. Yeah. Can we accept his narration? Yeah. You understand? So, at, at times, a person narration is rejected because of having certain, of, a certain type of, certain degree of bidah. Yeah. You understand? So you have certain principles that are to be followed. Yeah. But after time, you find people that are khariji, qadri, and the narrations are accepted. Yeah. You understand? So you have certain guidelines that are followed. So the thing that comes from the principle right there, that you might find that in our time, one, you find the ulama who special hadith, they still follow, follow that principle regarding checking of hadith. People of his likes. So it is still alive in that sense, the traditional yeah. sense. But also some of his principles are used regarding the ulama, not you understand, regarding critiquing of individual regarding are those people suitable enough, suitable for us to study with them and to take their knowledge. views, their knowledge? Yeah. So yes, and so said, some of those rules can be applied by people who understand well the origin, the original science and its principle. Yeah. Yes, and students of hadith. People, people, hadith, hadith, people, hadith, hadith, yes, yeah. for example, you don't find the likes of, for example, Sheikh Fawzan talk about critiquing people. Is based upon Il Mujarutadi. He doesn't use that term. Because yeah. critiquing a person today in today's time, contemporary time, in reality, is kinda of somewhat a judgment whether the person from Ali Bida or not. Yeah. You understand? So that sign in that sense is concerning that it's as it's it's a ruling that any alim 
can do. Is the mujtahid can pass. Yeah, it's not. It doesn't mean that's particular to Ali hadith anymore. You understand? So it's concerned. So, 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 so the rule concerning something, a person or that acts in a bida, it goes back to a person, the alim, who's mutakhassis. Yeah. Yeah. You understand? Not necessarily he has to be a muhaddis. Yeah. And a lay person definitely can't do it. A lay person is, have nothing to do with it. You understand? You understand? Uh, And also for the lay person, you understand, not to overly get involved in those areas that he doesn't understand the full, you understand, procedures that are followed. You understand? So, but we said the science still can be used, we said aspect of its principle can be used, but by the people who are specialists in that field. But, uh, so that's concerning that matter. They're and not, or there's a lot of them, but they're not. Not every scholar either, like you mentioned. Not every scholar, you understand. So concerning judgment regarding a person being concerning matters, we said concern matters concerning passing judgment and a person being from Ali Bida yeah. or Al Fisk or Al Kufr. That is for ulama, specific ulama. Yeah. You understand? That's concerning people who are the Qudat. Yeah. You understand? Who can look judges. at a person case and judges who can look and make that judgment yeah. because they're people who are Qudat. They're judges yeah. who specialize in Sharia. You understand? Uh, and a judge sometimes maybe a muhaddis and a faqih, yeah. you understand? Uh, and a person who's a mufti, that's yeah. their call. Yeah. You understand concerning a person concerned, so really it goes back to those people who are the, the mufti, or the qudat, yeah. they're the best person to make that call because it becomes mundabit. Yeah. You understand? Where the case, this person put into the mufti or to the judge and he will judge. Yeah. But if we go to everyone doing it, sometimes it becomes, it becomes a confusion. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's concerning that matter. Inshallah, hopefully, uh, a couple of weeks or so, you come back and we'll talk about Taba'at, inshallah, of the books of Hadith, specifically. Inshallah. And maybe we'll limit it to this Qutub Sitta just so people get a taste. I'm going to try to bring them back and find all the books and bring them so people can have an idea what they look like. Okay, that'll be yeah, good. Thank you. Uh, talking about Taba'at, they will still understand unless maybe they have something to, to, to see, hey, to visualize. Okay, so we see, okay, and work inshallah. that out, inshallah. Well, inshallah, we'll hold Shaykh Omar Jamaica to that. <laughs> inshallah. Barakallah fikum, jazakallah khan for. Uh, enlightening us and giving us this uh, beneficial knowledge on, on hadith. So students who are thinking of applying for the Jamia, uh, a lot of the students that are only going to Sharia I've noticed. Every student I've met that said, oh, now he says I'm going to Sharia, Sharia. Uh, don't neglect Kulit al-Hadith. It's still from the most important of the Kuliyat, as you've seen, inshallah, from this session. And inshallah, thank you very much. Barakafikum. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah.